0: This is, uh, you know, that negative thought you've been having, and uh, I just uh, I just can't let you try and change yourself without a fight, so uh, go ahead and just turn this show off, okay, and um, uh, yeah, everything's still fine. This is Blindsight with your host, Bill Lundgren, an AINC original podcast. Seriously? We're not holding back truth. We're here to help you heal and become the best you possible. Here's the chair. Here's the pillow. Here's Bill. What's good, everybody? Jonathan Price here with the Audio Information Network of Colorado, the podcast producer here. We're so thankful that you are back with us for another episode of Blind Sight. We are actually doing week number two in our series on stress. If you missed last week's episode, not a huge deal. Just go back and take a listen before you listen to this one. Or you can just continue to listen to this one and enjoy all the stuff that we're talking about. We've got everything from dream therapy to stress relieving to uh, breathing to physical stressors, all that kind of stuff. So enjoy this episode. If you have any questions, feel free to contact us at AINColorado.org slash podcast guest and if you have any questions, comments, concerns, you're more than welcome to drop us a line there. All right, we're going to get into part two of stressed. We'll talk soon.
1: There are a number of meditations mm-hmm. uh, that are available. Uh, Mindspace is one of uh, is an app that I'm uh, yep. thinking of. Mm-hmm. Uh, last I heard I think the first eight sessions of meditation are free. And then uh, after that, you know, I think there's a, a small monthly fee. But you find a, a meditation uh, program that works for you. Then you can listen to the narrator uh, take you on a meditative mm. journey. Again, right. that helped to, to uh, relax you. And then enables you to go out and do what you you need to do, but Correct. you owe it to yourself to be able to uh, draw on such techniques in order to uh, bring yourself, the, bring to yourself the energy that it takes to do what whatever stress mm-hmm. uh, situation, stressful situation you're dealing with. Yeah. Now, there's some other things that I want to remind people about. One, you know, I mentioned coffee. And, you know, coffee really, a little bit, goes a long way. And but, it, it, but in mentioning coffee, I have to mention that I'm not a nutritionist. So I can't advise, but there are foods which tend to produce more stress in the body than, than others. And you can talk to your doctor or talk to, mm-hmm. you know, people and even for yourself to pay attention to what foods may be adding uh, to to your stress. Uh, look at your routine. Yes. Because, Big, routine. yeah, the thing is, for example, for sleep. Sleep is one of the ways that we uh, can pay attention to, to the amount of stress we're putting ourselves in. If we have trouble sleeping, we mm-hmm. need to look at our routine for uh, pre-sleep. Yes, and I know I'm guilty of this. You know, I'm at the computer. Me it's too. Getting late. I oh, I give me a few more minutes. I'll finish this and I can go to bed. Well, by the time I go right. to bed, uh, I my eyes. Even though I you know I can't see the screen, I'm listening to it. But yep. uh, we're getting the. Stress and the the uh, uh, the activity of the computer or the smartphone mm-hmm. that is stimulating us and making it difficult for us to take the take in the melatonin which right. we need to induce sleep. Yep, and consequently, uh, and I do this, you know, I do this. I'm a I'm a great believer in do as I say, not as I do. What I do <laughs> is, you know, yeah. Uh, yeah. even though intellectually I know I sh- shouldn't, you know, the, the old word should. Uh, right. I need to stop at a certain time and I need to go to uh, do some reading or something like that. Something mm-hmm. that calms me down. And right now I'm reading um, the Victor Hugo Les Misérables, and that certainly oh, is I good. love that. Yeah, it's a long book, though. Yep. <laughs> and yep. It, it but it settles me down to go to sleep, and it gets me away from the computer. I'd have it to be on this, you know, uh, on the smartphone. I've got Bard, which is the Library of Congress. Um, mm. Yeah. A program which allows me to have books on my smartphone and I have to turn yep. it away from me so I don't have the flicker of the blue light. But yes. The point is, listening to somebody narrate a story puts me in a stage where I can relax. But working up until the last minute, it does not do that. Right. Uh, any kind of activity. Uh, some people exercise before they go to bed. You can't. You've got to have
0: yeah, to go don't do that.
1: time between the time you finish an exercise program and the time you go to bed because it takes right. that long to relax you. But right. exercise is another very important way of uh, reducing stress. The problem mm-hmm. is that people say, oh, I don't have time to do a workout. And they haven't imagined an hour, hour workout and, you know, all this kind of stuff, Right. But you don't even need that you what no uh, you can do stretching exercises yes for a few minutes just to get yourself again in the state of relaxation mm-hmm. and that's really the key paying attention to where are you at a particular time when you're planning to sleep if you're worried about something uh, that's not gonna work if you can <sighs> and able and in the meditation, when I was talking about the meditation, people say, "Oh, but I can't do that because I can't keep my mind focused well, what I recommend and a lot of people recommend is you just look at those those thoughts will come in, but if you can right. imagine them as clouds, they're just floating through, you notice a cloud, but you don't concentrate mm-hmm. on it and just right. say. Let it flow through, and say, and say to yourself, "I will deal with that later. I will deal with it later." But just keep again that uh, commitment to meditating, to feeling, uh, feeling relaxed, feeling like you're able to handle whatever situation that you you need to handle mm-hmm. uh, later. But you need right now that sleep. Yeah. And just allow yep. yourself to, to drift off, and 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 I will tell you also. Don't overlook those of you who have dogs. Oh man, yes. Sci- we have sci- We have research that shows that petting a dog or a cat mm-hmm. reduces your blood pressure. Absolutely. Yep and you know just uh, give give your pet some attention and also in terms of focusing on your on your pet is a way of getting you as you were saying with the numbers and so forth you focus on your pet then that gets you out of the mind of worrying about whatever it is
0: yeah i'm glad you brought up the the tactile nature of that mm-hmm. because one thing to realize: your hands, it, you, when you're using or doing something with your hands, that is a great way for your brain to process something in the subconscious rather than the conscious. Uh, yep. Sometimes it can it can work in the the conscious realm, but when you're doing things like uh, petting your pets or uh, playing the Driving. piano. Uh, driving, doing the dishes, doing the laundry, even though those activities like laundry and dishes may be a little stressful, the physical activity of taking something and folding it and putting it away or taking a plate out of the sink, putting it into the dishwasher, because that is a more automatic or a, it's not as automatic, I guess, as thinking about the stresses of your day. You can, you can allow your brain to subliminally process your stress so that the physical act is a way for your body to release some of that. So I love playing the piano. I absolutely love playing the piano. Chopin, when I'm stressed, um, Chopin's number, uh, etude number 40 uh, is probably my, my most favorite piece to play on the planet when I'm stressed. It's so uh, simple. It's beautiful. It has a beautiful melody. It's somber. It's quiet. Uh, so go check that piece out. If you, if you need something that's helpful in reducing stress musically, that's a great one. Body relaxation, the meditation, mm-hmm. laughing. Laughing is the okay, best way to alleviate mm-hmm. stress. Go listen to comics. I mean, if you if you can find some comics that you can listen to, if you've got kids that your kids are around laugh with your kids, not only will that benefit your kids, it'll benefit you and it'll benefit the relationship that you have with your kids. So now you're all not stressed, you're all laughing, and now you have inside jokes to use for a rainy day. Laughing is one of the best ways to fight stress, period.
1: Well, there's there's another thing that I don't think it – I haven't seen it in the uh, uh, research books. But I find that particularly when I have a a problem that I'm trying to solve, um, Mm. I have found that, you know, and I figure, oh, I I don't know how to do with it. And I go – I get a shower. And yes. I'm, you know, in the shower, I'm focusing on, you know, soaping up and so forth, and all right. of a sudden, the answer comes to me. Yes, I said, where the hell did that come from? Yep, the heat, and it's exactly what I needed to find yes. out. But it, instead of, it's like some some things that we're looking for, you see, out of the corner of your eye, and when you look at it, it disappears. But if you allow yes. it, uh, like in the shower, you say, oh, that's the answer. And right. then you know, and also the warmth and, and so forth. Unless you're in a cold shower, which I'm not, <laughs> yes. but uh, you know, you kind of get that thought, and then uh, you know, you can do whatever you need to do. But the, mm-hmm. the focus, really, you know, what we're talking about is, on one hand, it, establishing what are you stressed about it, mm-hmm. establishing. Uh, where is the stress in your body mm-hmm. and, and and just taking care of yourself like a shower or petting a dog or putting yeah. the dishes away or whatever and then you your solution your brain is constantly uh, working yeah and that's the thing you need to, to not work not worry about your brain is working and and so often after when you wake up, the solution to a problem you went to bed with appears because your brain has been acting up. So you don't need to work so hard. Right. You don't need to push so hard. If you take care of yourself, Mm -hmm. then, you know, the solutions come. And I think it's also,
0: go ahead, finish your statement.
1: Yeah, go ahead. Yeah.
0: I was going to say, it's also, um, I think it would be beneficial to, Also, realize that if you don't deal with stress in a healthy way, you're gonna, you may end up with some really gnarly dreams and some nightmares because what you don't process during the day, your dreams are gonna try to process for your body and your brain is gonna try to process in the middle of the night. And you're gonna end up having a really rough night's sleep. You're not gonna wake up refreshed. And then it's going to cause this cycle. So it's so important for you to get those relaxation techniques, whatever it is, be it physical activity, reading, playing something, doing something, laughing. Get that stress out of your body as quickly as you possibly can so that you can rest and be refreshed for the next day. Well, let, to
1: let, conquer. Me put it, let me put it another way. One of the things that I have given clients to do is as they're preparing to go to bed, to think of three things that they're grateful for. Oh, I love that. And I love that. three things that you did right that day. Because, mm. you know, we go to bed. Yes, good call. And, and think about all the things we should have done better, or, you know, and I think uh-huh. we don't give enough time to say, you could do three, you could do more than three, but right. three things you did right and congratulate yourself and say, oh, I love did that, that right. And, and and that's a balance yes. to all the negative thinking that may occur when you're trying to go to bed. And Boy, I love that. Yeah, and then that is, uh, you know, as you say, the journaling is another way of, of doing that, but basically it's to recognize things that have, uh, that have helped you today and things that Mm -hmm. you've done to help others, whatever it is, so that you can say, Ah, this has been a good, good day and get in in a way to balance the uh, uh, the negativity that you've had to face in a particular day, right? You might also in dreams, you know, Sometimes dreams can be very nightmarish kind of thing. But one of the things that's helpful sometimes if you remember a dream is to say, what is the dream trying to tell me? Because sometimes our body, our minds will work in symbolic ways. And if we think about a dream, we may find, oh, now I know what I'm stressed about. Now I know Mm -hmm. what I need to address. Because I've kind of made some connections with, you know with that dream that your brain is doing that work uh, on its own <laughs> without our yeah. Yes. to come up with an answer. Yeah,
0: absolutely. And it's important to remember that even though you have these dreams the the correlation between what you physically see during the day and what you emotionally and spiritually process during the day are often not one and the same. Uh, for instance, yeah. if you're dreaming about, you know, you probably don't really need to worry about the dream where you're on a cruise ship and bears are juggling jelly beans trying to steal your cinnamon roll. You may not, you, you may not have to worry about that one. But right. if you're dreaming about specific people, you're dreaming about situations that you may not find yourself in. It's important to try to maybe figure that out. But we can talk about dream theory and all that kind of stuff in a a (laughs) whole other episode. Because I've got I've got notes galore on that stuff and heavens help
1: us. (laughs) I do too. And it's fascinating It's fascinating stuff. It is the the thing that we're trying to get across to people is that there are simple ways to help manage. I think the frustration of being blind is very is stressful in and of itself. Mm. Yeah, in that we have to find different ways of doing things, and we right. have, and sometimes that's not easy. And we have mm-hmm. to also help explain to other people about our world, and they, you know, sometimes they just don't understand. We have people who do things to us that are uh, that violate our boundaries, or they make assumptions that we can't do, and so forth. All of those are stressful things, and we have to you know, I think in that case, be kind to ourselves and understand, you know, this is what life is like as Mm. a blind person, and we are capable of doing it. And that other people don't, unfortunately, other people don't understand that we may have to spend some time educating. And that's part of our job. That's part of our job. And we can accept that. And so in that way, we then be able to you know, just understand. Yeah, you know, I've got certain. <laughs> other people have other stresses. I have this stress, and I can deal with it. It just takes a little little work on our on our part. Yeah. Yep. I love it. Any last thoughts that you have, Jonathan? Oh
0: goodness! I've got enough thoughts for about twelve more shows, but
1: uh,
0: <laughs> I, I think the the biggest thing is going to be, like you said, identifying that stress. Um, even even to the point of asking, is this something worth being stressed about? Uh, mm-hmm. Can can help at least with the initial like. Okay. My grocery bag broke on the way to the car. Is that something I need to stress about? Or is that just an inconvenience that happened? You know, being able to, and that the, all of this guys, it, all of this is so much easier to say in a calm, <laughs> calm environment. Yeah, right, right. But when you are in the throes of a stressful situation, it is so hard. To take a step back and to say, you know what, I think I should be stressed about this situation, you know, or, or, you know, it's not that black and white and it's something that you have to train. And so you give yourself a little bit of grace, just take some time to say, okay, back away from the situation if you can. And, and process a little bit just, and it takes so much time. It takes so much effort. It takes so much energy. It could even stress you out to try to figure out why you're, why you're stressed. Right, right. So give yourself, please, please, please give yourself that grace. Give yourself that love to be able to come into your own self and to be able to be with those emotions and be with that stress and say, okay, I'm going to process this. I'm going to do it in an effective way. I'm not going to take it out on other people. I'm going to deal with it and process it. And then I'm going to move on. I'm going to go enjoy time with my family because you know what you don't get another one of in this world? A life. You got one. It's its so – stress is a robber. It is an absolute grave robber, and it will steal and kill and destroy everything in your life if you allow it to take hold.
1: And I think stress is uh... – You know, can be dominated. It can be managed. Absolutely. The thing that I always rely on. I've been grateful working in the field of addiction. That's where I started out. Mm -hmm. When I came across, uh, as what most people in twelve-step programs know, the Serenity Prayer, which basically is, "God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot cannot change. change," and and the courage to change the things I can, yep. and the part that everybody gets in trouble with is the wisdom to know the difference. Oh, and I think it's the wisdom such... to know the difference between what we can change and what we can't. And what yeah. we can change is us. What we can't we change can't is us. Change somebody else. We can invite them to change, but we can't mm-hmm. change them. The situation may be something that we can't change and so we try to develop the serenity to say okay that's the way it is but pay attention to what we can change and how we can make our lives and and, and the lives of uh, people who are close to us different
0: well and as my dad always said you can lead a horse to water but you can't make him drink but
1: you can salt the oats so this has been another episode of blind sight, produced by the uh, Audio Information Network of Colorado, produced by Jonathan Price, and I've been your host, Bill Lundgren. Uh, if you have any questions or want us to elaborate on any of the things that we've talked about or have some ideas you want us to, to do in future programming, don't hesitate to contact us through the uh, website and let us know what you think. Thank you.